Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. My name is Jared Mizrak, and today I'm joined for another interview by Dom Davis. How are you doing today? Good. Uh, blessed. Of course, of course. So, you play basketball for the University of Southern Mississippi, right? Yep. But before we get into that college career, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, when did you first start playing basketball? Uh. I've played basketball since I could probably walk, you know, uh, got the ball in my hands early and fell in love with the game. And I've been playing ever since. Is there anything that, you know, helped put that ball in your hands, your parents, your siblings, <laughs> anything like that? Yeah, my dad, he he's big on basketball. So that was the first thing. Uh, we played all sports, me and my brother did as kids, but that was the one that me and him kind of uh, drifted towards with each other. So you talk about all sports there, you know, if basketball wasn't what you picked, what other sport would you have picked to play? Oh, that's tough. I wouldn't want to play like, I don't know, because the other ones I enjoyed was like track and softball and stuff, but that's outside and it's pretty hot in the South. So <laughs> what did you do when you uh, ran track or did you jump or? Yeah, I did a uh, long jump and then I did some like 400 time right. races. All right, so now, you know, jumping into that college career, you spent a couple of years at LSU. You made the transition to Southern Miss. You know, what went into that choice? Why does Southern Miss eventually where you ended up? Uh, We had a coaching change. A new came, coach came into LSU, and uh, we had multiple talks, and it just wasn't going to work. So I wanted to play my last two years and then plus the couple years, so three years. And I just wanted to get back to playing basketball, you know, because that's something I really enjoyed doing. So that's kind of what made me get in the portal. Now, you know, you're scoring a lot this season. You had double-digit points. What is it like for you when you see that ball go through the net time and time again? Does that build your confidence, and how does that help you as a shooter? Definitely. Uh, seeing the ball go through the hoop, that, that gets me riled up. It gets me, uh, you know, wanting to shoot the ball more. But it's exciting. That's just – that's kind of the benefit that everybody looks for from it, but – I kind of get riled up by the other little things, you know, like steals, uh, jump balls, you know, the little hustle plays. That kind of made me go harder and make me want to score even more. But when you see the ball going through the hoop, it's, it's hard not to shoot it. Now, you talk about those, you know, hustle plays, specifically the steals. Since you transferred to Southern Miss, those steals have gone up to just about two uh, the first year and then 2.1, I believe, this year. You know, do you pride yourself on that defense and – how are you able to, you know, rip the ball away from the opponent? Uh, definitely. That's just something my coaches, like at all levels, have really made, uh, really pushed and uh, put into my game is to just play defense. You know, offense is gonna come. It's gonna, uh, it's gonna flow. You know, but your defense and your rebound is something that they won't never change and shouldn't change. So that's just something that has been instilled with me just over the years and then just this year. Our coach, like I said, she's a very defensive-minded coach, and she she prides herself on our defense. So if you're not on the floor playing defense, you're probably not going to be on the floor. Now, you keep leading me into these questions. You talked about rebounds there for a little bit. You know, you're a guard. So when you think of a guard, you think of, you know, scoring and assists. Rebounds aren't necessarily there. But you average four and a half rebounds a game. You know, how are you able to get those rebounds despite not being a forward or a center? Uh. I, I always make this joke with my teammates and with my coaches. They they kind of try to make fun because I'm not one of the biggest people on the court. 
But I always tell them I'm I'm just big as them sinners. I tell them on a good day I'm I'm six five, you know. So it's just something I enjoy doing, getting down there, uh, being, getting a part of the dirty work of the game, banging down there with other people and stuff. So I just enjoy it, you know. And then I was always taught if you get the uh, the rebound, you can start to break quicker. You get the ball in your hands and just go go get a bucket. Now, you know, putting all those stats together, you had a couple really, really high scoring games, but you also had, you know, some good rebounding numbers, good assist numbers. One that stick out sticks out to me is when you had 34 points and 10, you know, rebounds. What was that like getting a double double? Uh it felt it felt good, you know. Uh that just shows the hard work that's being put in is showing when we get in games. And I just enjoyed it. That's that's probably the most I've scored. In college for a long time, I think I think I topped it with thirty six maybe, but I'm not sure. Just scoring like that, I haven't scored high like that in college and since high school. So being able to know that I could put the ball in the in the hole at a high level, it just it just shows the work that I put in. Now a little bit of an obscure question: I saw on your Instagram that you were playing with a mask at one point. How does that affect your game? Uh, I hated it. Um, cause like when I'm in games, I don't, I don't really sweat much, not on my face. And so when I put the mask on, it was sweat in my face. It was fogging up. I couldn't really see. I try to look out the corner of my eye. I see the mask, but I dealt with it. Uh, my coach said, if Kobe can do it, you can do it. You know? So I just learned to play with it. And I actually had some of my best games in it, but it, it was, it was definitely different. So you're telling me that the, uh, mystery of the mask making players play really well is true it's very true I think I think I heard that comment at least five times before the game that I was going to go off with uh with wearing the mask so that's definitely true all right um you know you've been named the first team that means you're one of the five best players in the conference what does an accolade like that mean to you uh it's it's you know it just it means a lot it's a blessing uh, to do that and be able to showcase that, like I said, all the work these past two years have just been showing, like everything I've been doing behind doors with my teammates, with my coaches and stuff. So it's a blessing and I'm happy and I just want to keep building off of that. Now, obviously, you know, we're in the age of NIL and student athlete name brands. I saw on your Instagram page, you're posting about it. It's in your Instagram bio. Walk me through your brand. What is it and what do you do with it? And, you know, how are you able to enjoy yourself? Yeah, definitely. My brand is uh, Off Court Dom Diddy. Um, so, like, my main goal outside of this basketball when I get done is to own my own gym back in Louisiana. So, all of this is just building up to that. So, right now, I do clothing. Like, I make my own gear and stuff and I sell it. Uh, and then I just build off of that. Like, I done had two events where we do, like, five-on-five tournaments for cash prize and then uh, a toy giveaway for the kids. So I did one back home and I did one here in Hattiesburg at my uh, school. And then I'm actually working on the second one, like the second annual one uh, for the one back home right now. And so that's just doing that. I'm actually going to start training here uh, soon just to keep building that. And because right now I just want to keep building my brand. So by the time I'm done with basketball, I can just continue to work off that and then maybe on my uh, own gym soon after getting done. Now, it seems like that means you're a little, you know, you're big on the community aspect. Uh, what does that mean to you, you know, having a community? Definitely. It's, it's huge to me because of where I grew up. It was a small town. Everybody knew everybody, and I always had the support. 
of everyone around. And when I went off to college, that support just carried with it. So giving back to the community is just something that's always been big uh, for me because being in this uh, spotlight as a collegiate athlete, we we hold a lot of influence to the uh, next generation and to even people our age. So just being able to give back and use my platform in a positive way means a lot to me. And I, I know that without uh, my support team and just the community itself, we, we don't really achieve anything without them. So being a student athlete obviously comes with the student part. You know, what are you studying and how are you able to, you know, manage your time between practice and, you know, games and schoolwork and going to class? How are you able to do that? Definitely. It's been a struggle for me because I'm not too big on the school part, you know, just going to class, doing homework, doing all that. But I do know that that's something that comes with it. Uh, it's been tough, but I mean, this was my fourth year in college, so I've been doing this for four years, being able to get in that groove and stuff. Um, it is a struggle sometimes just trying to be able to balance your social life, basketball and school, but it is rewarding and I mean, like I said, I ain't really big on school, but I know I have to do it. Uh, but I mean, time management is key in that. Now, you know, you mentioned having a COVID year, so I guess you could call yourself a fourth year junior or, you know, a senior with the COVID year, whatever you'd like. So you're coming back next year. You're going to play college ball. Yeah, I, I will be using my uh, COVID year. All right. So, you know, what are the goals for yourself? What are you looking to improve on team-wise, individual-wise? What's up next for you this coming season? Yeah, just building off this year. You know, uh, as a team, we just won a, a regular season uh, championship. So I want to go ahead and try to get another one and then get a tournament uh, championship as well and then try to make it to the uh, March tournament uh, and just experience that because – COVID, when COVID hit, that kind of took my chance away from experience because at LSU, we were supposed to go that year. And so if I can do that before I uh, leave and be done with college ball, that would be great. And then individually, I think just building off my numbers, just keep trying to make uh, play solid basketball and have solid numbers because I do want to play afterwards. And being, you know, being in a mid-major, you got to have those things straight. You got to win games. You can't really slack in a certain way. So I just want to build off of that. I want to try to get a player of the year. You know, that's something I really want. I got the newcomer and I got some first team. So now I got to try to get that one last uh, award before I do get out of college. All right. Now taking it to pregame, you know, do you have any pregame routines, pregame music, anything like that that you got to do, got to listen to, even some pregame like, meal that you usually have anything like that yeah definitely uh I kind of just rest I mean I definitely we have our shoot around and then I go home I gotta I gotta take a shower before the game just so I can feel like I just reset you know like my body just feels fresh and stuff like that uh I do listen to music I listen to my favorite artist Tick he's a, a local rapper from Baton Rouge and in the south he's he's pretty big but I listen to him before every game uh, and then before I make sure I do some rehab, maybe get my back rubbed out because I kind of have issues with that and just try to make myself feel as calm as possible, you know, and just remind myself that this is basketball and I've been doing it for years. 
Now, do you have any like role models, whether that's basketball, someone that you model your game after, someone you look up to, or even just life in general, someone that you, you know, you look up to? Definitely. I have so many role models. I take and and learn as much as I can from everybody around me and everybody who's done this before me. But and that that'll be so many people to name. I don't want to leave anybody off. But if I had to say somebody I modeled my game after is probably uh Dwayne Wade. He's been my favorite player since I first started watching basketball and being able to understand it. So it was it was great watching him uh play while I was growing up. And when I was in high school and stuff, that's who I used to watch before every game. Like when I'm watching highlight clips and stuff like that. So I used to watch him all the time and try to model my game after him. Now, do you have a favorite NBA, WNBA team or something like that that you pay attention to throughout the season? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I have teams. I got favorite players, though. Uh, but I do pay attention to majority of basketball. Like, I follow most teams. I watch it on my phone, watch it on TV and stuff like that. But like I said, D-Wade, I'm still – since D-Wade retired, I'm looking for a, favorite, a new favorite player. And then as far as uh, women's basketball go – my favorite player is uh, Candace Parker. She's still in the league, so she's she's an all-time favorite for me uh, on the women's side. When, you know, life doesn't have you in the basketball realm of things, what can I find you doing? What are some of your hobbies that you like to do? Oh, man, I do I do a lot of stuff. I mean, my hobbies I kind of do a lot is, like, working on cars. Like, I make the model cars, or I might go get a Lego set or something, make a Lego car. Uh and then, I mean, I, I pretty much just chill with my friends, try to do as much as we can when I do have time. But a lot of it is kind of just me resting inside the crib, just trying to recover. But, I mean, I'm up for anything. When we have stuff planned, I, I never really turn it down because I kind of want to get out there and do stuff and, and just be out in the world, you know. But definitely my hobbies is working on the model cars and the Lego set cars. What, what got you interested in cars? Um, I don't know. Cause at first, at first I was work just messing with the Legos and stuff because I had seen the, the competition show they had Lego masters. And I was like, that's crazy. Like they're building stuff from scratch. And then I think on one of the first episodes they had a, they did a green Lamborghini. So I'm like, I gotta go get me one of these. So then I started getting one turned into two and then two turned into five. And then like, now I got a whole case of them. Uh, I probably have over 20 Lego cars, and then I just kept building cars and stuff, and then I found out they had, like, some model kits, and me and a, a friend of mine, we kind of just talked. I seen him doing it, so I'm like, I got to try those now. I done did. Like, I can't go to Walmart or Target anymore because I pretty much got all the cars that's on the shelf. So I started working with those and just enjoying it. I mean, I found out I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. All right, so I got one last question here for you. You know, what piece of advice would you give to a kid that might be in, you know, a position that you were when you were younger, looking to take that next step with their game or, you know, just find a love for the sport? Uh, first, I tell them, like you said, find a, when they find that love for it, don't, don't lose it. Like, Nobody can give you the joy that basketball gives you unless you give them that power to do so. Uh, and just constantly believe in yourself. Like, at the end of the day, everybody can tell you no, but if you continue going and going, it might be at your own pace. It might not be as quick as the person next to you, but if you wake up every day and you're trying, then sooner or later you're going to get there.
you just have to be disciplined and determined enough to to enjoy the process and understand that no matter how long it gets there, if you keep waking up and you keep trying and you keep working, it's, it's going to come sooner or later. All right. Well, definitely a great piece of advice there. And, you know, like I said, it's the last question I have for you, but I just want to take some time here at the end of the podcast, end of the interview, just say once again, you know, thank you for taking some time out of your day and sitting down and telling me a little bit about yourself. Thank you for having me. Of course. You know, with that being said, for Double FM Sports, I'm J.R. Mizrak, and we are signing off. Hey, guys, Ethan J.R. Thank you for listening to this episode of Double FM Sports. Jared's now going to talk about a partnership we've recently started with Made by Live. Made by Live is a local clothing design brand here in my college town of Morgantown, West Virginia. They make shirts with some of your favorite West Virginia athletes on them for a bargain of a price. Be sure to head over to the Instagram at made.by.live with two V's today. Once again, thank you for listening to this episode and make sure to check Made by Live out.